Good morning, Raboisai. Ah, feeling much better. Thank you. Lili Nishmasimi Moirosi Rus Bas Mordechai. We have some gewaldic stuff today. When I saw this picture, I was very impressed. I printed it right away without reading it, but then I read it. It really got me. This is crazy, says John Shitrit. Look at my 14-year-old teenage son, Kanayana Hara, by himself on his own. He watched me pick up a Gemara Tainus and make a seum. Our kids are watching us. He decided he wants this for himself. He's been pounding Sechus Megill every day, 100% on his own inspiration. Here he is at 12.39 a.m. Motzei Shabbos, teenager on a Saturday night, steiging. This decision to do Daf Yoimi doesn't just affect our own life. It's all our children's lives. Thank you, John Chitrit. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. 12.39 a.m. Instead of doing who knows what teenagers do at that time, here he is. Boisai, we have a Mazel Tov. Very interesting things going on here. Peretz Chaim Levin, uh, his daughter got engaged yesterday, as we know, and we have pictures today. Abochar Chosen of Yeshua Grossman. I use this opportunity to try to recruit more members to MDY family. I heard he got close to 10 people at the Vart. You might you wonder why I'm using a family simcha to do this. People might wonder, from sugar, set up, try to convert people to Torah at a Vart. I personally wouldn't do it. Firstly, as you always state, MDY is one big family. But not only that, let me explain to you how this Vart is related to my connection to MDY. I first started listening, watching Yeshua from the beginning of Sefer Sukkah. This was long after the attempt to try to get back on the Dafyomi bandwagon after falling off due to COVID. I was captivated, da 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 da. After a while, I made up my mind to try to give back as an expression of Akaras Atoiv to you. I decided to sponsor a shear on the day of my great grandmother's yardside, Lezeich Nishmasa. The date was October 31st, 25 of Cheshvan. I have two daughters in Shiduchim and it has been very slow going. On the day of the sponsorship, I received the resume of a bocher who just said yes to go out with my younger daughter. I forwarded you the email so that you can verify the veracity of this statement. Is that how you say the word? That particular bocher became my daughter's chasen, the vart, which we celebrated tonight. Interesting, they became engaged in the month, sponsoring turned the daf. I believe he sponsored turning the daf. Interesting, they became engaged during that month. I believe that helping to support you is a big schos. You're always saying, what is the present you could give me? More members to the MDY family. Thank you, it's true. That's why I volunteered at the Aguda convention and went around to local shuls to recruit more members. What better way to celebrate my daughter's var than to again try to recruit new members? Thank you, thank you, thank you, repair it's Chaim Levin. Recently I saw a video of Shasid and Bikitzer. By the way, the, the bells of Chassid in our Kailal in the morning goes is in Shasid in the afternoon. And he says he's very impressed by that and he thinks it has something to do with MDY. I'm not going to go into his tire over here. But Yishkoyach repairs Chaim Levin. Here's one picture during the Vart. And you can see right over here the ad for MDY and did you have your free Gemara? There's another picture. I'll show it to you in a second. Here. This is repairs Chaim Levin and Nachman Mostovsky. Look at this, all geared out in the new MDY sweatshirt. I don't know how to get it, so don't email me. How do I get a sweatshirt? There's going to be a website soon with socks, sweatshirts, shot glasses to start off with. Caps maybe, I don't know. Okay, what else do we have here? 
Yosef Goldberger, from Yosef Goldberg, he says, Yochan and Chef from Houston, so this is in Texas, Rabbi, so Texas Highway, you can see it in the background. Yochan and Chef from Houston watching the daf while driving to Baton Rouge to check out a new property. I, I just added some arrows, so you hop what's going on here in this picture. First of all, background is Texas. Look at the amount of screens going on here. But then if you look right over here in the corner, the guy taking the picture didn't realize he himself has a Gemara open. Uh, for the YouTube guys. Uh, uh. Yeah, right over there. Here. Okay. So that's how they're traveling. Do we have time for one more? Oh, we have here Daniel Rubinoff. A, a good vach. Please see the attached picture of my next door neighbor, Brent Baer, learning the daf at the New York Rangers game last week. Brent just recently joined MDY. You can see the Zambrano. What is it called? The guy in the back over here doing the ice. So it was actually during a timeout. During the, the, the what is it called over there? Not halftime, whatever they call it in hockey. So he's using his time wisely. And finally, uh, this is from Zezi, because we're talking about burying Sivritaira. So here's Zezi. This is Avigdor's brother. Avigdor Fold, we're all familiar from Zoom. So Zezi also does the daf. He has a long email there. I don't have time to read it now. His, his mother, his brother, his mother used to do the daf to make sure that his father does it. I thought it was amazing. And all the Enikloch are doing it now. And he said this is one of the most emotional times ever. Burying 12 to 15 Sifri Taira by uh, Katrina. Okay, but if you notice, it's in a, like we learned yesterday, in a Klicheres. And uh, whatever they do over there. Okay, maybe we'll get a different time. We'll be able to go back. Paras uh, for the is Chayim I have to figure out when it's over. Maybe Chaim could tell me. I didn't have time to go back. I think it's already two months. We have to go on to the next sponsor. We have two sponsors waiting in line. That's Yidi, and that is sponsored by Fischl. Meseches Megillah, the Davis and Kessler families in Schus for four Shlema from Miriam Esabas Dvoira. Meseches Megillah, Shmuel Yehechtef 245. When I feel that cough about to happen, I gotta drink something hot. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. <coughs> oh, yeah, I shouldn't have said anything. Ben Avram Moshe Peretz, there you are. Leading Nishmas from Rodechai Pinchas Tuvi Zechoyin Alvachim and Avram Moshe Peretz. Avrumi and Shprinzi Gross, in memory of the Yosef of our father, Shlomo Zalman and Yitzchok Isaac Zechoyin Alvachim. By Benny Rudnik. Everybody knows Benny's meat here in Bechemesh. He's a new member of the Shir. He just started this Mesechta and he's loving it. Sent me a picture of him and his baby, but he wasn't learning, so I didn't print it. In memory of the yard, he doesn't know the rules. You have to learn. You have to have a safer open. Kilo, you're learning. In memory of the yard, I have of our father. No, sorry. Benny Rudnik. Listen to this. Rabbi Benny Rudnik. In honor of the birth of our daughter yesterday morning. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. And he wrote to me, this is the only thing that I'll miss the dot for. Chaim Weingarten. In appreciation of the sheer. Thank you, Rabbi Chaim. Today is Daf Chof Tes. And we are holding... The last two words on the Chof Chesom in the base. Tonu Rabbonon. Mevadim tamer Torah lo yitzuaz hameis ulachnosas hakala. Yimevatul Torah to go to Levaya. 
we learned that Godel Tamatayra, more than mace, only a mace mitzvah. So that Aguda really says here, and I'm not saying this is the, the simple pshat, but he says, maybe to answer that question, that Tamatayra is the greatest, he says that we're concerned that people won't show up and deal with the mace. So you have a chiv to go, you go. But if there's a solid Chavar Kedisha in place, then you don't have a chiv. Let's see if it fits into the Gemara well. To walk the Kala, to, to walk into the Chuppah, and for a Levi. Now, Rabbi Yehuda by Rabbi is the famous, the classic Rabbi Yehuda. So anytime the Mishnah says Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, it's Rabbi Yehuda by He would do that. He would go, even though it's Tairasum Nasai. That, that was his profession, learning. And when you, your profession is learning, you don't even have to daven. You don't do anything. You just learn. But he would go out for these two things. When there's not enough people at the funeral. By the way, we have a lot of words to read today. So we have to really move. So don't look around too much. Put your finger in place and we're going to move. What does it mean there's enough people at the Rav. Trace Al Figaver, 12,000 people showed up, you don't have to come. More than that. 6,000 on the trumpets, 12,000 humans, the kids are 18,000 people. It's not a simple avaya. So it's, it's not easy to get out of a funeral like that. Maybe it's 12,000, 6 out of the 12. So it's either 12 or 18. Explains Rashi, Mibula means from the city limit. From the, the gate of the city, at Sikhra till the grave. So you have enough people to go from the city to the cemetery. Rav When a Tamtachim is Nifter, it's like Matan Torah. How many people were at Matan Torah? Adults from 20 to 60, we have 600,000. So when the Torah leaves the body, the Torah leaves this world, so to speak, when the Tamtachim is Nifter, you need 600,000 people at the Levaya. In other words, the only Levaya was at that size was Maran, Rabbi Vadi Yosef. They say there was a million people at the Levaya. So, what, what are you going to say? So you don't have to go to Rabbi Vadi Yosef's Levaya because there's 600,000 people plus? No, that's not what's happening. Just like when the Torah was given to 600,000 people, 600,000 people. Says the Gemara, that's great. Somebody that learns Mishnah, learns Torah. Hold on. Emergency here. That's what happens when you learn at home. My wife's going to Tel Aviv to get some passports at this early hour of the day. Baruch Hashem, it's a chesed to get. An appointment for a passport place takes months. Today's the day. And I had to be there. I would have to go and <laughs> there's no such thing as being mevatel shir. So you get a notary. I'm just telling you this, Raboise, even though we have a lot. You get a notary in Eretz Yisrael. It's not the $5 notary that every guy in the world stamps and it costs one buck in America. To get. Over here it costs 200 shekel. What is that? Like $70 to get a notary because they put wax and they put a, a thing and a ribbon. It's unbelievable. Anyway, so I don't have to go, Baruch Hashem. Says the Gemara, But somebody 
who teaches Torah, Rabbi Yosef, you can't say the 600,000 people, I'm not going to the Levaya. There's no limit. You have to go to Talmud Chachim's Levaya. Tanya. Rabbi Shem Ba'yichoy Oymer, Boi Re'i Kama Chavim Yisrael Tnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shebuchol Mokom Shegolu Shechino Yemayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves Klai Yisrael. Wherever they go, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there. Uri Zar, the famous Israeli actor, the number one actor in Eretz Yisrael, he told me himself he had the, the most beautiful home in Eretz Yisrael on the water. And why am I saying this? Because I was in his house, I schmoozed with him, and I think if anybody comes to Eretz Yisrael, the first stop before you go to the Kaisel, go to Uri Zar. Why? He was the most su- su- successful person in Eretz Yisrael, the greatest actor in, in his time, very wealthy, lived in a gorgeous mansion on the beach, and today he lives in Yerushalayim. He bought a home, an apartment, he gave the apartment to his kid, and he lives in the storage of his home. In other words, in a 10 by 10, or something crazy. From going from up here to there, to, 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 to be over Hashem. It's a lesson in, 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 oh, Shalom Aleichem. All right, my wife is not here, so we're going to hear the anical, the four-legged anical now. Says the Gemara, so, so Uri Zar. He was on, he's just becoming a Balchuva, and he's, he's riding his motorcycle with his friend, and he notices a cop behind him. And the cop is following him, following, and so they make sure they, there's no infractions. They go the speed limit. Finally, the cop pulls him over after 20 minutes, and the cop says, you know, I've never had this. Usually when I follow somebody, I'm able to find something. You switch a lane, you do this, you do that. I don't understand. I can't catch you on anything. So Uri Zohar says, you know, he just became a Valtruv. He says, Hashem Imanu. Hashem is with us. So the cop says, Oh, so there's three people on the motorcycle? That's a ticket. So, Zogti Gemara. Akash Baruch is with us everywhere we are. Everywhere we go. Like Uri Zohar said. They went to Mitzrayim, Akash Baruch went with them. Shinemar. It says in the Pesach, we have to read it with a Shuruk, a Shulachti, Bavela. I, myself, went to Bavel. And in the future, HaKadosh Baruch is going to be with us. Shenemar v'shav Hashem alikecha shvuscha v'heishiv lo'i nemar. It doesn't say HaKadosh Baruch is going to return us. V'shav, Hashem is going to return. Ela v'shav melam j'HaKadosh Baruch shav imayim mimein ha'goluyoyz. Says Gemara b'bavol heicha. Where does Hashem show Himself more? Because melo'i cholar is kvayde. HaKadosh Baruch is in every place, everywhere. This table is HaKadosh Baruch. HaKadosh Baruch is everywhere. But where does he, where is he more, where, where can you see him more? Like in the Migdash, you see Akash Baruch more. He, he's present, whatever that means. He's in the Shul in Hutzel. And, the Shof V'yosiv bin Arda. Shof means it was destroyed, V'yosiv, and it was rebuilt in Arda. So Rashi says, Yechonia brought stones. And dirt from Eretz Yisrael. I once was saying, and somebody argued with me, and then he agreed with me, that the dirt itself, dirt of Eretz Yisrael doesn't have any Gdusha. But it seems over here from this Gemara, 
that there was something to it. He brought the stones, maybe from a shul, something. He brought stones and dirt to Bavel. Knowing that they're going into Galas, they brought the, the stones and they built a shul over there. And that shul had special presence of the Shekhinah. Don't say that the Shekhinah is in both places at the same time, in Hudsil and in Shav Whatever that means. Again, we don't understand these things. I don't pretend to understand it. I'm just reading it. There's a simple meaning and there's a much deeper meaning. Omar I should get schar, says Abayah. I'm very far away from that shul. I don't know. I go out of my way to dive in that special shul that has special kedusha. Says Gemara Avu the Shmuel, Shmuel's father, the Levi and Levi have a yasev v'knishta the shof v'yosef v'narda. They were in the shul. Asked the shchina, the shchina showed up. Shamu called Riksha. How did they know the shchina showed up? They heard a commotion going on. They heard something going on in the shul. Kamu v'nafku. They jumped up and ran out of there. Says Gemara Rav Sheshes have a yosef. Now we know Rav Yosef and Rav Sheshes throughout Chas. They were both blind. We went through it. They asked HaKadosh Baruch to make them blind after the Rebbe was nifter. So Rav Sheshis, and it's important, Rashi points it out right away. Rav Sheshis was blind. It has to do with the story. He's Havi Yosef, he's in the Shul. V'beik Nishta, the Shav V'yosef, V'narda. He's in Narda in the Shav V'yosef Shul. The one that was built by Yechanya with the stones from Eretz Yisrael. He didn't run away. <coughs> So, come, they try scaring him. So he says to the I'm a downtrodden person. I'm blind. So who should go? Should I go? Or should Yimalachim go? Omar lohu shifku. Hashem listened to, them, to, to, his, to his taina. He says, let him be here with me. Says the Gemara, I will be for them for a small base amigdash. What does that mean? The shoals in the Batim Medrash in Chutzlaretz are going to be amigdash mat. We say, we talk about this all the time. You have to treat the shoal, the base medrash, with respect. Because it's a it's a minor base amigdash. Rebbeleza Omar zeh base Rabbeinu shebebavel. Rabbeinu is Rav. The Gol Adar in in, in Bavel and Chutzlaretz was Rav. It's referring to his home. Dorish Rav Amaydech Siva. Adinoi Moi Nato Yisal Lanu. Hashem, you're going to be a, a home for us. Elu Batek Nitziyos Batek Midrashes. So Rava brings down to the the pshat that Ma'ayin means Hashem's house. To start out my life, I used to learn at home. For davening, I would go to shul. Now that I understand, I, I paid attention to the pshat in, the, in Tehillim. Of course, Abayi knew Tehillim better than anyone we know. So he knew this pasuk. However, he understood pshat now, based maybe on Rava. Hashem, Ohafti, Me'oyim, Be'isecha. Now I know Ma'oy means the shul. Have a garisna nishto. So the shul has big dusha. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn in the shul. Tanya below zakapa oy mer asidim bateik nisasi bateik mizrashim bavel shi kovu beretz yisrael. So 
eventually, there's going to be a guy, he's going to be in shul, and his wife is going to try to contact him on WhatsApp or whatever, and he's not going to pay attention. She's going to get upset. And finally, he's going to, when, he, when, he gets, uh, when he gets his line back up, he's going to say, I'm, I'm an Eretz Yisrael. I, I was in shul, and the whole thing got picked up. It was brought to Eretz Yisrael. I'll see you on the next flight. She's going to hop in Elal or whatever, come with Mashiach. But the whole shul is going to pick itself up, according to one pshat. Some say it's the Gdush of the shul. Okay. She comes to Eretz Yisrael, Shanema, Kikesover Baharim, Hagishbaru says, just like the mountain Tavar and Carmel, they were able to move and go to Sinai. Today they're in Eretzisrol Khaira. You see that mountains are able to move. So I'm gonna pick up Hagishbaru is saying that the Nebuchadnezzar is gonna destroy Mitzrayim. It's not a problem. Especially today when we understand it. You have planes, you have bombers. You could go from here to there, no problem. Hashem is saying in Marshall, you see that I'm, I was able to pick up these mountains and bring them to Sinai. Says the Gemara of Ali Dvarim Kavachim. These two mountains showed up for a few hours to learn Torah at Har Sinai. Big boy married Israel. Yet, Hagishbach replaces them in Eretz Israel. When you have a shoal that's full of Torah, and a base medrash shekoyrim or rabitzim em Torah, ayin aleph chav vav al achas kamo v'kamo. So certainly, certainly, a shul. If a mountain that was at at Har Sinai, the some soifer asked a question, but we know that. I think somebody was just asking uh, uh, based on the Tosis. Maybe I, I just flipped through the screen. Maybe he's asking this because I was also wondering about it. Because yesterday Tosis says that only the shuls in Eretz Yisrael, you can't make a t'nai in a shul in Eretz Yisrael because it stays there. But the shuls, the shuls in Chutzar, you could make a t'nai, right? That's, maybe that's what the person was asking. Just saw it on the Zoom screen for a second. 134 people on Zoom. Shalom Aleichem, all Zoomers. So, I don't know who Dante is, but Shalom Aleichem Dante. How you doing? <coughs> Excuse me. So, no, yesterday I wasn't feeling as good as I'm feeling today. I was much worse yesterday, much, much worse, most of Shabbos, sweating away. But I wasn't coughing. I was, maybe because the heat was on. Now it's only 75 degrees in here. That's the problem. Okay. No, but the, the question is, Tyson says that the, the shul doesn't go from Chutzlar to Yisrael. That's why you can make it tonight and make it do whatever you want. So maybe the shot is, it's those shuls that are then. Not every shul goes to Yisrael. A shul that's, that's, that's operating right now gets up. But a shul from 500 years ago, maybe it doesn't. Maybe. Now, some soifer asks, and I think it's important to us, this question and answer. We, we said that a base medrash where you learn Torah has a lot of Gdusha. And therefore it makes sense a base medrash gets picked up and brought to Tarot Yisrael. But a shul has less Gdusha. So what's the Kavachoyme here? That if they learn Torah, the mountain that learned Torah... So certainly a shul, but a shul and, and Torah are two different things. We said Torah is up here, tefillah is down here, let's say, la What's more important? The base measure is more important than a shul. So then what's the Gemara bring a raya from the mountain that heard Torah at Ar Sinai to a shul that you daven in, in Bavel? They're not connected. Says the Chantzai, very beautiful. It has to do with us. That the shul you daven in every day, and that should be a lot more chamor 
than a place that learned Torah for just a few hours. Torah all day, shul all day, Torah wins. But a mountain that only heard Torah for a few hours is not as strong as a shul you dive in every day. And that's the dafiyaymi Rabbi Isai, the learning Torah every day. We have that Kavachayim. So a person that learns Torah every day certainly should be a lot more important than a mountain that's made out of stone that only learned for one, a few hours. That's my own Kavachayim. I hope it's a good one. Dorsh Bakapara. Why are you, why are these mountains like dancing up high? is a two words. Why are you fighting with Sinai? You're nothing compared to Sinai. You have blemishes. If he has a cataract in his eye or long eyelashes. That, that's a mum. So the word gibbon is a mum. So Mela, all those mountains have blemishes. What is the blemish? Somebody who is haughty and acts begaiva, that's a balmum. So I saw the Rosh Yosef. He lived like 400 years ago, I think. I think also that he was the Rebbe of Shapsay Tzvi. Not that it's a Mela, but just in perspective when he lived. I saw his child, I started laughing. I, he was serious. I, I, I just thought the way he said it was funny. That somebody, everybody has to realize that who are we? We're nothing. We're going to be buried and we're going to be, the, the worms are going to eat our body. We're offer verima, we're nothing. Nothing should be nothing. So a person, <coughs> a person that has gaiva, he says, doesn't have a brain. How could you have gaiva? Oh, if you don't have a brain, that's a terrible mum. That's what he says. Brainless human being is a big moment. It's a lot worse than not having a hand. Anyways, I thought it was funny. You can't make a shul into a shortcut. My compandria, Marova, compandria, Kishma, shortcut. My Kishma, what does it mean? So it's also based on two words. Adima kifno adori. Kapandria. Adima kifno means to circle until I'll circle around, go the long way. Let me go adori. In order to get to the houses, to the rows of houses, Elba, let me go right through Shul. It's amazing. I just thought about it. The Shul that we daven in, the way, you know, Eretz Yisrael, there's mountains and everything. So we, the, the Bnei Yeshivas, the, the smaller Shul, there's a door in the front, and a lot of the neighbors, they open up the door in the front, right in the middle of davening, they walk right through our Shul in order to go lower down. I mean, it's Mamashe Kapandria, it's Asr. So I'm, I'm sure most of them like sit down and say Ashrei, but it's, when you live in Eretz Yisrael, you could see this a lot more, that somebody would use a shul as a shortcut. Imagine if there was a, maybe that's what the tiny, all these people, they used to walk from up here, down here, somebody built this building right there, maybe that's what happened. They have no right to build a building in the middle of my pathway. You want to build a building? I'm going to use your shul as a pathway. I'm continuing to walk. What about the women? I don't know. You walk in because you wanted to chapa mincha. And then you realize there's no mincha. Now you can make it into a shortcut. Now you can walk out the other door. You go into shul to daven. You're allowed to make it into kampandria. The Vilna Goyen on the side over here, he's Goyeres instead of Mutter Mitzvah. It's a Chiyuv. Why? Because of this coming line. Shinemar. Ubevoi Amar Hashem 
When you go to the base of Mikdash, you go to the base Mikdash to show your appreciation of Mikdash, you walk right through, through and through. You go from the north, you exit the south. Says the Vilna Gain, then it's not mutter. Then it's a good thing to go in one door and walk out the other door because you're mimicking what we do in the base of Mikdash. He bases it on the Rishonim. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> You're not supposed to cut the grass so that you feel bad that the shoulder is destroyed. It says you shouldn't cut the grass and feed it to your animal. But it seems like you could cut the grass and just leave it. Yeah, that's what the Mishnah meant. I was only saying that it's also to cut the grass and feed it to your animal. But you're allowed to cut the grass. I don't know how that fits with Yitzhak Zilberstein, they now how to cut the weeds that grow out of the kotel. From here it seems like you could, you just can't feed it to your animal. So, you have to treat a cemetery with dignity. You can't just make a party in a cemetery. You can't bring your animals to graze there. And don't bring your piping through the Beisak Vares. And you shouldn't you shouldn't cut the grass. Vim likate, sovrim mukaiman. Over here, you don't just leave it. Over here, you have to burn it. Mipnei kvayda mesim. Because of the honor, we have to give the dead. So what is mipnei kvayda mesim? Ahayah. Just in case you're not looking inside, I made a, a chart. It says over here, Torah abonu beisak kvaris, enoigim kalas roish. You have to treat it with dignity. A few halachas. Eimarim ben behemo. You don't let an animal graze. And if you do, you have to burn the grass. And then it says in the bottom, So is Kvayda going on this last line? That you have to burn the grass because of the honor of the dead? What does one thing have to do with the other? And the Gemara is going to say no. The red goes with the red. It starts, You cannot treat a cemetery without dignity. Why? You jump all the way. It gives you the halachas, what you shouldn't do. And the reason, which is connected to the beginning, is you don't treat it without dignity because of the honor that we give the dead. Who cares if you burn grass? You think the dead people care if you burn it or you don't burn it? Says the Heilige Mishnah, sponsored, the official Mishnah, sponsored the Schusruchni for Shimshon David Lipa, brothers. Here are the four parashiyos that we read in the month of Adar. Shkolem is corresponding to the machzah shekel that we're supposed to give. We remind everybody in the beginning of the month, that in one month from now, in 30 days, that's when we're going to start taking the new money to buy the karbanis for the Beis Hamikdash. Where are we going to get the tamid from? From the money that people give. Have a shekel. But we have to remind people. A month earlier, you start reminding. Zachar, Michias Amalek. That has everything to do with Purim. Purim is Haman Amalek. So we read it right before Purim. Para is the Ephra Para. We burn a Para Aduma. And we take the ashes and we make a person tar with it. We have to get ready for Pesach. Pesach is coming up. 
we all want to be tar, so we can bring a carbon Pesach. And finally, Parshas HaChodesh, which has everything to do with Rish Chodesh Nisan. It's the month, the Rish Chodesh. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah. Rish Chodesh HaChalis B'Shabos, Koyim B'Parshish Kol. So if Rish Chodesh falls out on Shabbos, so that Shabbos, you read the first of the four Parshios, Parshish Kol. So, if Rish Chodesh is before, like over here, in this calendar right over here, here's Rish Chodesh, so Parshish Kolim in blue comes before that Shabbos. It's up here. Then, when do you read the, the next Parshish line? Parshish Zachar. You read it, not immediately the first Shabbos. You skip one, X. You go to the next Shabbos. Why? Because it needs to be right before Purim. Here's Purim. And here's Zachar. So it's one, two, three, four days before Purim. Everything's beautiful. You stop one Shabbos. Here you read Parshish Zachar. Bashlish is Paro. Aduma. By the way, is what we just read this, this Shabbos. So what is that? Two days ago, we're still Parshish Shavuot. It's not Tuesday yet. We're actually going to discuss it based on today if we get there. That the fifth week, we go back. Go back to what? So this is my in the Gemara, what it means. Go back to regular reading. Go back to the Aftaris. Now, when something comes up, we, we know this already, because we go to Shul, we start laning whatever it has to do with that day. If it's a Monday, Thursday, we lane Rish Chodesh. Instead of Monday, Thursday, if it's a Shabbos, we add Rish Chodesh. Rosh Chodeshim, Chanukah, Purim, Taniyos, Mamadais, Yom Kippurim, Big Chodesh Yom Kippur, that Mincha Yom Kippur, we also read the laning of Yom Kippur. Whereas, let's say, Pesach Shabbos, Chalamoyed, on Mincha Shabbos, you read the Parshish of Shavuah. Says the Gemara, Tan Osam, in Mesech the my favorite, Bechot Ba'odor, Mashmi Yimala Shkole. You start telling, Dav Chav Tesem, the base, Balak Klein. Two things. You have to tell people, be careful from planting vegetables, different types of vegetables, uh, or seeds together with wheat, together with grapes. Klein. That's when it starts growing, you have to get rid of it. We just turned to Chavtes Bay, sponsored by Moshe Horn and Woody Wyman as a schos for Morty Matzkowitz. And in honor of rebellion for all that he does, I think that's Chaim Peretz Levin. Yeah. Anonymous Chaim Peretz Levin. So, no, we mentioned sponsoring and his daughter got engaged in that month of the sponsorship. So, Baruch Hashem. Says the Gemara. Bishlam ala klayim, everything makes sense. Zman zriyoy. That's when... It starts coming out. You got to make sure you don't benefit from it. Where does it say anything about the Machzah Shekel? Says the Gemara, Omar Rabbi Tavi. So this is a Rabbi Tavi. We're going to go back to a number of times today. What does Rabbi Tavi say? Omar Rabbi In the parasha of Tamit, we're supposed to say it every day. If nobody says, if you don't say Karbanais, at least you say the parasha of Tamit. That's the most important one out of all of them. Now, what do we say? 
The Torah is telling us, you have to bring from the new, the new money. You have a lot of money in the Beis Hamidash, you don't take from that money. New money, every year we take from the new money on Rish Chodesh Nisan, so, we need a, because this happens 30 days later, we have to, we have to read the Parshish Kolm over here, so that when it comes down over here, to Rish Chodesh Nisan, we're ready, we have the money in place. So, again, what does Rav Tavi say? From this Parsha of Tamid, I learn Shkalim. He's able to connect it. The famous, the famous concept. When do we start talking about Pesach? Everybody knows. says two weeks before. Oh, so if when it comes to talking about Pesach, he holds only two weeks. So talking about Shkalim should also be only two weeks. Why 30 days before? Thirty days before, that's Tanakama, Rabshim Gamliel, Says The money changers pull out their table, they start changing money for people to bring the Maksa Shekha. When? On the 15th, Purim in Yerushalayim. So you have to start two weeks before that. He's Lashitasa, everything is two weeks before. But not two weeks before you take the money, two weeks before the changers already get into a position. You have to tell people, hey, in two weeks from now, there's going to be a money changer in Yerushalayim. Start getting your money ready. And on the 25th of other, they already moved their tables to the Mikdash. And that's why we have to do it two weeks before that. My parsha shkolim. Rav Omar Tzavis Bnei Yisrov Amadalim Skor Bnei Lachmi. Parshas Hatamid. Does that ring a bell to anybody? Is that what we read by parsha shkolim? Ushmul Omar Kisisa. That that rings a bell. That's what we do today. That's the halacha, like Shmuel, right? We just discussed the other day that Rav was much greater than Shmuel, and Rav gave all the honor to Shmuel because Rav because he cursed him and he didn't have sons. But here, we know that the Allah is like Shmuel in these things. Shmuel Amar Kisisa B'Shloim Elamanda Omar Kisisa Ha'enu Dekar Lo Parashat Shkala. Now, Shmuel makes a lot of sense because in Parashat Kisisa, it talks about the Maksa Shekel. The Simba Shkala. El Elamanda Omar Korbani Lachmi Hachamidi Shkala Mksivi Yosem. So the Gemara is going to ask four or five questions on Rav. Here's one of them. Where's the mention of Shkala in Parashat Tamit? It talks about bringing a carbon every day to the Beis Amikdash. It doesn't mention a word about a half a shekel. In time of Mike, the Rebbe Tavi. Oh, so let's go back to two lines from the top of the Almond. Omer Rebbe Tavi. Rebbe Tavi says, I see the idea of Shkalim in the Parsha of Tamid. How? Through Xeris Shabbos and everything, but that's it. So yeah, it has everything to do with it. Okay, another question. So it goes like this. The parsha of Kisisa 
There's a question. This is the Mishkan. Instead of Beis Hamikdash, we had this in the Midbar. Now you see this box over here? Look what it looks like close up from the new art scroll. Here's the inside picture. This is what it looks inside. This is the outside of the box. You see this nice fabric, fabric on top. This is wood covered with gold. What's on the bottom? Adonim. Let me show you a beautiful close-up picture. Here's the wood. Goes right into the, into the silver. This is super expensive. You can imagine. So they had to make a special, a special collection for the silver. Now, ask the Gemara. The Pasuk is talking about the silver for Adonim. To hold the, the Mishkan together. What's the connection to a half a shekel that we collect for a carbon tomate of every day? It's two different things. It's collecting money for the silver. It's collecting money for a carbon. Now it's a good question on Shmuel. Says the Gemara in answer. Here's the answer real quickly. This is three times it's mentioned in the same parasha here. Perek Tetzava, Perek Lamed. Pasuk Gimel says Truma. Pasuk says Truma. And Pasuk Tzavav says Trumas. There's three collections. You're right. Three different collections. Whatever we need from Mizbeach. Here, Mizbeach. The Mizbeach gets its carbonates. That's one of the Machsah Ladonim And the silver for the silver. is the upkeep of the Beis Hamikdash is Bedekabai. And Rashi points out, Bedekabai doesn't have a Machsah Shekel. Bedekabai is however, however much you want to donate. As your heart desires. So another question. So we we read Parshas Achodesh. Parshas Achodesh. Where was it? Hmm. Over here somewhere. <coughs> What's, what's so special about this week right over here? If Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos, so Bishlam, sorry, over here. If you're reading the parsha that you read on Rosh Chodesh, then there's no difference. It's the same thing. That's what we do today, right? When you have a Rish Chodesh and Shabbos, so we read the parishes of Shavua, six Aliyahs, and at the end we talk about Rish Chodesh. But when Rish Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, right over here, I don't have a good calendar for that, so I didn't print it, but it, let's pretend that this is right over here is Rish Chodesh, where the X is. So it would be different than a regular Rish Chodesh. <coughs> the entire Laning is a special laning of Rish Chodesh. Honich Lamanda Omar. So, as we mentioned at the end of the Mishnah, it says that after the fifth week, you read Shkolem, Zachar, Para, and then you go back. You go back to what? So, according to Rab Ami, all these four parshas, Zachar, is only about those things. We don't read the parshas of Shavuah. So that's what the Mishnah means. When I go back, I go back to regular laning of Parshish Shavuah. So Memela, Rish Chaydash, comes out. Beautiful. 
Rish Chodesh is all seven aliyahs is all about Rish Chodesh. So it makes a lot of sense, says the Gemara. Great. So then Rish Chodesh, Shabbos Rish Chodesh is all about Rish Chodesh. But if it means on the fifth week, you just go back to the regular maftir, you don't give anybody para and shkalim and all that, like we do today. But we always lane the parashas hashavua. My shani. So then what is the difference between this chaydish and that, and the regular one? Says Gemara, shani, dilurashi chadashim, karushito binyana diyayma. On a regular chaydish that falls out on a Shabbos, we have six aliyahs of parshas Shavua. V'chad kari v'rish chaydish. And only one is rish chaydish. V'lo edna, v'rish chaydish that falls out on Shabbos. How do we do it? Karut lasa, binyana diyayma, v'arbado, karu v'rish chaydish. It's three and four, not six and one. Meisvei, Rish Chodesh Adar Shachali is b'Shabbos. Karim b'Parshas Shkolim. When Rish Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, we read Parshas Shkolim. Umaftirim b'Yoyada Hakoyin, and the Maftir is Yoyada Hakoyin. Bishlam v'Mandom Akisisa Harim Maftirim b'Yoyada Hakoyin. If the Haftira always has to be similar to the Parshas Shavua, so the Haftira of Yoyada Hakoyin, the Domilei Dachsiv Kesem Nafshi Serkot, it's talking about Machsa Shekel Haftira, so fits right in to Kisisa. But if you're learning about Karbanis Tamid, Midami, then what's the connection between the Aftaira and the Parsha Shavuah? And what's the obvious answer? Dami, Kid Tavi. Rav Tavi says, yes, it says a carbon, but it means Machsa Shekel. It is the same. Meisvei, Chali is Beparsha Smuchala. So here I have a calendar. Look what's very interesting. It's hard to see, especially on Zoom. I don't know if you're going to see. And I don't have Gary here. But look at these parshias. In, in Rosh Chodesh, this is this year. This year, calendar I pulled off the internet. Here's Parshish Kisisa, right over here, this year. And the following week is Parshish Vayak, is Parshish Golem. You see? You're laning this parsha again. In other words, Parshish Kisisa always falls out right around Shkolem. And it, if you're laning if you hold like the Manda Omar that says that the Parsha Shkolm is Kisisa, then all this makes sense. Why? Because we're, we're talking about, what do you do? Do you lay in the Parsha twice? Do you skip it? What do you do? Uh, what happens if Kisisa, so now a year, Kisisa's Lefonel is right before. Here's Shkolm. And here's Kisisa. So we have a problem. So what do you do? Not a problem. You read Kisisa one week. Next week, repeat. Balkari has an easy job for a little bit. Because he just read it last week. If you say that the, what we read in, in Parshish column is from Parshish Kisisa, then it's possible to read the two Parshish one after another. Where is that parsha? In parshas Pinchas. When do we learn parshas Pinchas? In the summer. What does a parshas of the summer have to do with Purim? It'll never come out together. Never happened. This Rabbi Sai, if you just listen to the shir for this one line, this is going to shock you. Ninety percent of the people in our generation don't know this line. In 
They used to lane the entire Torah in three years. It took them three years to lane. Three and a half, some say. In other words, you could do Shas in seven years, and you do the whole Chamisha Chumsha Torah in three, two times the Torah, one time Shas. In those days, it was a little different. They probably did Shas every month, and the Torah every three and a half years. Whatever. I mean, people would love it nowadays. You go to show, Krista Torah is 20 psukim, you're done. Out of here. So in Yisrael, because you read the Torah, it takes you three and a half years, it's possible that Parshish Pinchas, one year, falls out right by Purim time, and you're reading the Pinchas together with Shkalim. I'm saying Pinchas, not, yeah, Pinchas together with Pinchas. Because it is, according to this man, Savis Karban. Says the Gemara, Tanya we're going to have to finish now. But it says, like Shmuel. And that's what we do today. You read, you don't read, you read, you have a wonderful day.